Welcome to Disruption Blueprint with Shannon Spotswood from RFG Advisory. In this podcast, we help advisors grow their net worth, build their businesses, and maximize their independence. We've built an award-winning platform with innovative technology, comprehensive service, and a team of individuals who are experts in their field to serve advisors. Join us for this journey where we explore everything that has to do with running an independent advisor practice as we bring together successful advisors, industry experts, and innovative minds who are on the bleeding edge to challenge the status quo, foster new ideas, and create a path for advisors to unleash their growth potential. Now, on to the show. This is not your normal episode of Disruption Blueprint. Today, we bring you a limited series, Mindset Mastery, where Bobby White, founder and CEO, sits down for a limited six-part series with Navy SEAL Team 6 hero, Dom Rasso, to tackle how professionals in our industry can take the principles of Navy SEALs to master your mindset to become the best version of yourself in both business and life. Now sit back and enjoy. One week before the COVID-19 pandemic struck the world, RFG Advisory hosted its annual advisor retreat from March 10th to the 13th on Captiva Island in Florida. Our guest of honor and keynote speaker was the great Dom Rosso, a veteran Navy SEAL Team 6 warrior and founder CEO of Dynamis Alliance. Bobby White, RFG Advisory's founder and CEO, has been training with Dom in his civilian warrior program for almost four years and still is today. Yet somehow Bobby knew instinctively that this was exactly the right time to introduce RFG advisors to Dom's training and his crush everything mindset. What we didn't know at the time when we sat down to record this exclusive interview with Bobby and Dom was how prescient this conversation would be. What's needed today more than ever in the face of challenge and uncertainty is a warrior mindset and a servant heart, exactly the values we embrace. We invite you to take part in this amazing and transformative series featuring Bobby White and Dom Rosso. We're talking about building your team. You are very strategic about how you spend your time. You spend one third of your time as the CEO of RFG. You spend one third of your time on your practice, which is very large. And you spend one third of your time recruiting advisors to our platform. How do you switch between those three roles and achieve success in all three? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a great question. I get asked that a lot. And uh, it goes back to my team. It simply goes back to my team. Uh, you know, people and technology. Um, you know, we invested heavily, heavily in technology uh, starting about five years ago. And then we were very intentional in investing in the people around that. And I am, God has blessed me with an unbelievable team as it relates to all three of the strategic duties that I have as founder and CEO of RFG. And, you know, most financial advisors, and I'll come back to your question, I promise, but most financial advisors are do it yourself than every single thing. Again, I'm not talking bad about financial advisors. I'm one of you. I've been there. I've done that. I own that t shirt. Um, the, the advisor of future has got to get out of that mentality that you have to do everything yourself. They'll look at me and say, well, Bobby, but my profit margins are 90%. Yeah, but the value of your business is a goose egg. It's zero. No one can come in and buy your practice if you're doing every single thing and replicate what you do without bringing a team of people and technology into it. 
it is counterintuitive, you know. So if you're an advisor who manages the day-to-day of the money, money the, the research and the due diligence on technology, actually enters the financial plan or just has one assistant who may help you with financial uh, enter data for financial plan, does analysis, does all this, how are you picking up new clients? How are you serving that client? How are you sitting down with that client when that client's having a bad day where they just found out their spouse is sick, you know, where they, they need your ear to be that confidant and have that relationship because you know everything about this client. You know, and a, a good financial advisor knows every single thing there is to know about their client because they trust you. Because one of the things that you that that we hold close to us is our financial life. You know, we don't. Some places a little different. Than the, we're in the southeast, and the southeast and Midwest, we don't typically go out and say, "Here's my net worth. Here's how much money I got in the bank. Here's how much money I got." We kind of here's how much money I make a year. We typically don't do that. They're telling us. So by us being that close to them, to them, they want to talk to us about important things. If you're doing all these mundane tasks, all you're doing is taking away value that you can be given to your client. And you're you're being the old saying, you're being a jack of all trades and a master of none. What you're doing at best is you're becoming a COO of your practice. You're never going to be the CEO of your practice. If you don't invest in people, if you don't invest in the right people, and you and, and you, you encourage them to take risk alongside you, you're never going to reach your full potential. And now we take you to Captiva Island with Bobby and Dom. Dom, what's the rule of five? The rule of five is the top five people that you hang around with. You know, you are a product and you're becoming more like the five people that you hang around with. So the people that you spend your most time with. So if I said, you know, Bobby and I actually hang around quite a bit with each other. So he's probably actually in there somewhere in the five. I've got my wife. I've got my children. I've got uh, my brother. And I've got close people to me in my life that I interact with. And every time I'm on the phone with them, hearing and absorbing their reaction to something that I'm saying, how do they handle stress? How do they handle mm-hmm. difficult situation that I bring up? Is it like, oh, another one of these like things? And, uh, and like just that alone stresses me out. I'm like, why do we have to respond to it that way? Like, it is what it is. Here we are. Let's deal with this the best that we can with the resources that we have. And I believe that you're absorbing all of that. So pay attention to who you're hanging around with. Yeah, absolutely. Pay attention to who you spend your absolutely. time Absolutely. You know, the rule of five to me, and I actually learned that from you, actually, is, is, is just that. It's the people you respect. When you, when you go into some type of adversity, the first three to five people that you think of, what would Dom do? What would Shannon do? Shannon's part of my rule of five. You know, okay, well, all right, I've got to bounce this idea. I, I, need, I need some feedback, whether it's negative or positive, because this is a big decision. And it's those first three to five people that you're, you, you they think, what would they do? Yeah. And what context would they be coming from when they're thinking about it? Yeah. So how do you take the rule of five and apply it to building a team? I think that it's a level of awareness. You know, when you build a team and you understand you're becoming who you surround yourself with, that's the filtration process that's, that's happened over at the command, uh, mm-hmm. SEAL Team 6. Mm-hmm. It's like you are constantly surrounded by the guys that are trying to get to where you're going. So it pushes you in another dynamic. You might be better at running than I am. You might be better shooting your gun than I am. You might be better at writing a document that explains what's going on or briefing somebody than I am. And that's motivating to me. I'm like, oh man, he crushed that brief. Mm-hmm. He didn't say um once, he was super confident. He killed it, we all know exactly what's going on. That's inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. I gotta go rack my brain and make sure I cut out all the things that I'm doing wrong. So when you're building a team, 
I think it's the awareness that you apply to everybody that works with each other. You, can they complement each other? Can they contrast yeah. each other well? Can they help each other? Are they force multipliers with each other? Is it uh, somebody just said something that I was just talking to? Actually, it was Robert Cooper. He's like, everybody is running their own race, but they're doing it together. Everybody's in this in their own unique way, but we're all in the same thing together. Like, yeah. we're going to be unique individuals. But do we have the adaptive skills to work as a team? And I think when you're building a team, you have to be aware of that. So how you how you construct that? If you get one guy on the team that's like doesn't want to work with anybody else, yep. that's going to be toxic. Yep. That's going to be toxic to everybody else. If he's always stressed out, no matter how you slice the cake, he is going to be toxic to everybody else. He's always going to be the naysayer, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm all about like playing devil's advocate and coming up with strategy and all that. But somebody's negative impact can continue to bring other people down. Next thing you know, two people are like. Negative about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a cancer. <laughs> it yeah, is. It's a cancer. It you know, to me, to me on the team building aspect is for the, the team that I surround myself with, more particularly, well, not just work. I mean, it's, again, it's transferable for my personal life as well. The team that I surround myself with are people that I truly do not want to disappoint. Think about that. Yep. All right. So these are these are my three, five, you know, keeping you know, my children, you, Shannon, a few others on that list. You know, I truly wake up every day, and I don't want to disappoint you guys. You know, uh, I'm, 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 I'm in a journey with you and what we do. I'm in a journey with my partners um, at work. And I truly, I truly, you know, I think I've got a very healthy fear of failure. Some people will combat that state of mind. And, but I, I think you can have a, 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 a healthy fear of favor if you channel a, a, a failure, if you channel it the right way. But the key for me on teamwork, the people that I work with directly, I don't want to freaking disappoint you guys. Yeah, it's funny you, know? that you bring that up because that's a commonality I don't think that we've ever talked about. And some of the best leadership that I've had, I didn't want to disappoint them. That's right. And, that's right. and I didn't want to disappoint them because I respected them so mm-hmm. much that I was like, man, you taught me something. You taught me how to improve or be better or lead me to a way that reflected well on me and made me better. Mm-hmm. So if you came in and taught me something, a year from now, I'm like, man, Bobby taught me that one thing that changed my life, right? So mm-hmm. I owe it to you, in a sense, to me, to honor what you gave me, to honor that relationship. So now you're right. I don't want to disappoint you. I'm like, man, you helped get me here. Right. So why would I want to let you down, right? So I think that's a huge part of uh, a teamwork dynamic of really saying, like, look, we don't want to let each other down because we're all in this together. Right. You know, and there are people out there. How do you get to the bottom of that? I don't really yeah. know. Because yeah. there are people out there that could, that could give a shit. Yeah. They really right. could. Right. They might. They might be like, you know what? I don't really care if I let them down or not. Like I'm just mm-hmm. doing my thing because it's about me. Yeah. You know that's why that bigger purpose and that bigger picture is so important. That's right. Dom, you've said leaders influence other people because they really care, and you link that back to love. Love is not a language that's often or a word that's often used <laughs> in business. So how do you tie those things together? Well, not even just in. If I can add to that, it, not just in business, but his background, being a warrior, being a SEAL Team Six member. You know that type of training. It is kind. Of, I mean, when I met you three years ago, and you start talking about love, I'm like, this guy's a badass. We're talking about love, you know. So <laughs> I love it, yeah. but yeah, I was like, whoa. Yeah, no, I, I, I badass think, hat. By the way, man, I'm yeah, loving man, that. I love I'm too, it. dude. You guys crushed it with this. Uh, you know, love is such an important thing to talk about uh, in all dynamics of life because, like I said, it's the most powerful human emotion that we have. So knowing that, what, are, what am I too good to talk about love? Am I too good to understand what that really means to break that down, to, to love and to serve other people? Is there's nothing that's been able to teach me how to be more violent than how to love. And that's a very like 
the world. Who talks about those together, yeah. right? Like, maybe there'll be a connection to that someday. But there is a relationship, a very close and intimate one with those two dynamics because I'm going to bring everything I have to bear because of what I do love, right? And I think that they should be talked about in business. They should be talked about as a warrior because it's a dynamic that helps fuel and fire you up to do everything that you're doing. Why ignore that? Why, why bury that? So as a leader, you should know what you love the most because that's going to help you get through those tough scenarios. It's going to get you through the tough challenges in life. You know, it's absolutely something you need to be aware of. Mm-hmm. If you don't love someone, how are you going to respect them? Exactly. And we're called to love everybody. And as, as a leader, truly, I believe that if you approach it that way and you do care mm-hmm. and you truly do go out of your way to say, I'm going to try to love this person with everything that I have unconditionally. Because that's really what we're called to do. Yep. We're called to unconditionally love people around us. Um, and I think that if you really try to do that, you peel back all the layers of crap and you really just get to the essence of what we're both there for. Mm-hmm. Like, you're here for a reason. I'm here for a reason. I truly care about you as a human being. And if I if I approach it and you feel that from me, I think people are going to be a lot more willing to be receptive and listen to what you have to say and work with you because mm-hmm. it's not just self-lit. It's not selfish. Right. It's right. selfless. And then it really does make a team dynamic work better. I agree. Yeah, I agree. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Disruption Blueprint podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.rfgadvisory.com or schedule a call on our advisor resources page. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice. Nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific training strategy. Information here may be provided, in part, by third-party sources. These sources are generally deemed to be reliable. However, neither our guests nor RFG Advisory guarantee the accuracy of third-party sources. The views expressed here are those of our guests. They do not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, its employees, or its clients. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, LLC, RFG Advisory or RFG, a registered investment advisor. Private client services and RFG advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG advisory unless a client agreement is in place. RFG advisory is an SEC-registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of RFG by the Commission, nor does it indicate that RFG or any associated investment advisory representative has attained a particular level of skill or ability.